Welcome to Girls That Invest. You're joined today by your hosts, Sim and Sonia, two millennial investors who are here to help you learn about all things investing and personal finance. Hi, Sim. Hi, Sonia. It has been a very fun time today. We have spent all day together in the office and we don't usually do that. So if at this point you guys go, hmm, it sounds like they hate each other a little bit more than usual. That is why. I just think perception is so interesting because I've actually had a really good day today. We spent the morning together, obviously. We had a joint meeting and then we got some sushi for lunch, went to the beach. It's a beautiful day. Had a really nice DMC, just about life and our journeys in general. Yeah, so I think I've had a good day. You know, I take that back. I've had a good day too. (laughs) Thank you for coming in. So in today's episode, we want to talk a little bit about dividend yields. And this is actually a request we got from one of our community members who sent us a DM and was like, hey guys, I would love if you actually covered some good dividend stocks or dividend funds. And we thought, you know what? We actually have not done that yet. So let's get into it. Before we do, if someone's listening at home and they were like, what on earth is a dividend yield? Let me break it down real quick. So dividend yield is a percentage and it's a percentage of how much money you get back from the amount of shares you buy from a company. So some companies will actually give you cash every single quarter as a thank you for being with them. So for example, company A might say, hey, for every one share that you own with us, here's a dollar. And so what happens is you can measure how much is each different company giving for the amount of money you invest with them and that's a dividend yield. So one company might give you a yield of 1% so if you invest $100 with them you get a dollar back. If you have another company with a dividend yield of 5% if you invest $100 with them you get $5 so you get more money for investing the same amount you know with different companies. So why does this matter? Now, for younger people, dividend yields are not that important because you're trying to grow your investments, not necessarily get a lot of cash. When we're young, we don't have a lot of money to invest, right? So we're probably going to be getting like $10 of dividend yield or 20, maybe 50 if you're like, you know, really put together. But as you get a little bit older and you have more money invested, you might be potentially able to live off your money with dividends. And so it's good to know what options there are. You might also be someone that something happens in life and you end up with a large sum of, large sum of money that you didn't see before, like an inheritance or you win the lotto. And those are options where if you know what to do with that money, you can technically live off it with dividends. Now, I just want to make it very clear that living off dividends means you need a lot of money invested in. And this is not 10 grand, 20 grand. This is like 100 grand in your investing portfolio to get maybe $500 a month, if if that. So something to consider. But let's get started. What are the top four dividend yield ETFs that you should be aware of today? This episode was powered by Shopback. Shopback partner with over 1,400 brands such as the iconic Adore Beauty, Kmart and Coles to give money back on our customers' online shopping. We love using Shopback to buy the things that we want and get cashback rewards instantly. 
There are no strings attached. You get your money withdrawn into your PayPal or bank account after you purchase through their website. Shopback provides discount coupons, promo codes, and vouchers for things that you were going to buy anyways. It's literally a win-win. We get access to a whole range of exclusive offers, a wide variety of shops such as fashion, food, services, and plenty of others all on one platform, which saves our time and quite literally our money. Jump onto Shopback today with the link in our description to see how they can help you shop smarter. All right, back to the show. So the first ETF and all of them today are going to be ETFs because yes, you can technically find individual shares that have high dividends and you might go, well, Sim and Sonia, why don't you recommend like company A, they have like a 7% dividend yield. The thing is, as you know, that is super risky. If you invest in company A, who's to know that that company will always be around? If you invest in a dividend yield ETF, who cares if company A goes down? There's, there's like 50 others. It does not matter what happens to one company when you invest in an ETF. So you might as well try to diversify your risk by putting money into an ETF if you're after dividends as opposed to taking on more risk for potentially the hope of more dividends, but also the risk that that company might go bust. So first and foremost, one of the most popular ETFs for dividends is called the Vanguard High Dividend ETF, also known as VYM. Now, VYM is very popular for a number of reasons. Mainly, the dividend yield that it produces is 2.7%. Now, you might go, Sim and Sonia, does that mean that if I invest $100 with them, I get $2.70? And the answer is Correct. I know that is not a lot of money, but remember you are taking on a lot less risk and you're almost being comfortable that this is the kind of money that you can expect on a regular basis. So it follows the FTSE High Dividend Yield Index, which is basically in simple terms 410 different companies and they all have high dividend yields each and it's passively managed. So if one of them decides to not give dividends that year, the tracker just takes it out and you're not invested in them anymore. Now, I do want to note one thing though, Sonia, some of these companies might not align with some people's ethical beliefs and standpoints. They're basically in things like financial, healthcare, consumer staples. So this means that the top three companies are Johnson & Johnson, JP Morgan, and ExxonMobil Corp. Johnson & Johnson is their biggest holding. And for some people, as we've spoken about in our communities, um, I'm not big fans of Johnson & Johnson. We did an ethical um, episode not too long ago and we basically were like talking about all the things they've done wrong in the past. I guess on the flip side, the, the fees are lower and so it's at 0.06%. Vanguard is just known for like the lowest fees that any ETF can possibly give. So the second one that we want to talk about is the Vanguard Dividend Appreciation ETF. The ticker for this one here is VIG. A reminder that a stock ticker or a stock symbol, it's just the abbreviation for the company on the stock market. So each company has their own unique ticker. A great analogy is thinking of it like a number plate for a company on the stock market. So VIG it invests in 216 stocks with a track record of increasing dividend payouts every year. And their dividend yield is currently at 1.7%. 
The top three holdings are one, Microsoft Corp, two, United Health Group, three, Johnson & Johnson, and the fees are 0.06%. So I have a goodie with the third one. This is the SPDR, S&P Dividend ETF, and it's called SDY. Now this, fun fact, did you know SPDR is also called Spider? So their yield is 2.3% and very similar to the Vanguard one, the one that I first spoke about. And this one tracks the S&P High Yield Dividend Aristocrat Index. Now a dividend aristocrat is basically a stock that has continued to shine and not let us down. It's basically a stock that each and every year for the last 20 to 25 years has given a dividend and they haven't missed out. So some companies will be like, yeah, we give dividends. But then during 2020, they're like, oh, sorry, it's been a rough year. We're not paying you. Whereas dividend aristocrat stocks, they are like rain or shine, hail or storm. We will pay you that dividend, get your money every single year. And we've done it for the last 20 years. So they're your reliable dividend ETF companies. So this fund goes, okay, well, let's invest in those companies. Makes sense. And so these are companies that not only give dividends, there's only 119 of them. And the way that it's weighted is based on stock yields. So whichever company gives most yields, that is the company that is invested in most in this fund. It includes companies like Exxon and also IBM. And also fun fact, IBM stands for International Business Machines Corp. Now, this is a really good dividend. It tracks some really good companies. You know, dividend aristocrats are something you can rely on. So what's the catch here? The fees are ridiculously high at 0.35%. And you might go... Sim, are you just a little bit stingy? Like that doesn't really sound that bad. Remember that the last two that we've spoken of, the fees are 0.06. So this is six times the fees you're paying and the yield's not even as good as the ones that we've spoken of, at least the first one that I've spoken of. So as much as I love the idea behind it, Spider takes your cash pretty fast. Now, the last one that we're going to talk about is a goodie. It is the Spider S&P 500 High Dividend ETF and the stock ticker is SPYD. Now, this ETF, it holds just 80 stocks in the S&P 500 with the highest dividend yield. So it targets the highest yield stocks regardless of their market cap or sector. The top three holdings for this fund here is one, Valerio Energy Corporation, two, Marathon Petroleum, three, Chevron Corporation. So you've got energy and oil as the top three holdings. And the dividend yield is 3.7%. That is the highest out of the four that we've spoken about. And the fees are just 0.07% to hold. So this one, definitely, I have to admit, has the highest yield compared to the very first one I spoke about, the Vanguard High Dividend ETF at 2.7. Now, if you look at the fees, that Vanguard one was at 0.06. It was lower fees. This one is 0.07. But the fees don't outweigh the fact that this has a 3.7 dividend yield, which is 1% higher. Um, So that is pretty pretty impressive the only thing that i would 
say is the fact that they have 80 stocks compared to 400 plus. If someone was like worried about what happens during times where, you know, stocks aren't doing so well, you're going to have more diversification with the first one with 400, but 80 is also a pretty good ETF. That is all for today. I think it's so interesting how it can seem really daunting and like hard to choose different funds and like try and understand like well this one is that company that one is that company and um, this has like this much yield and these fees but when it comes down to it you're looking for the highest percentage for the lowest cost so that's probably a good place to wrap up if you want more of us definitely check us out at girls that invest we have instagram we've got tiktok we've got 13,000 followers in our facebook community which is absolutely crazy and you might have also noticed that we now also have a monday episode on top of these tuesday ones called sticky money monday so definitely check that out as well and with that the disclaimer to finish off our disclaimer so girls that invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs we are not financial advisors the advice from girls that invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence.